This week on the Haycast, Bethesda's turning more heads, G2A's charging people for not logging on, and we take a trip down memory lane in the future to come. Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 12 of the Haycast, the number one gaming podcast in our hearts. I'm Debithy, here's Giacomo. Yep, we don't just have Arnold me today. Here. Yep, it's just us two. Not even LaMarcus. Not, yeah, not... <laughs> Well, Marcus was gonna come, but he uh, his he's, nose he's bleeding. From he's his bleeding nose. profusely from his nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back from the dead next year, maybe. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, happy New Year's, everybody. Happy or New Year's, everybody. New Year's come. Eve. Happy New Year's Eve because this is going up on New Year's Eve. But happy New Year's. Um, a lot ha- a lot happened this year. A lot happened this year. And we're going to talk about the stuff that happened this year a little bit later uh, on the podcast about you know some controversies and. Some stuff that we're excited for and some stuff that we really liked this year. It was some good stuff. There was some good stuff. It was a pretty good year for games, but also a pretty controversial year for games. Yeah, especially like went. at the last quarter. Yeah, it's a lot like, of things it's like shot they just in. jammed all the big things. Like in the Christmas yeah, season, decided exactly. to just bomb. But um, we're, we're also going to be talking some more about some more controversies that's happening right before the year is over as well. Yep. But uh, before we get into the news stories, what have we been doing this week, Giacomo? For me, I've been playing a lot of Smash. Tons of Smash. Cause Everybody's still playing a lot of Smash. This was probably the most popular Smash game to ever come out, I think. I think it was definitely anticipated and it sold units. Like yes, Switch it's, units. It sold really fast. It sold a lot. Um, and a lot of people's play- people are playing it. I mean, the Switch is a popular console especially compared to the wii u and the wii uh, they they abandoned that right away and yes. i think the switch is now outselling the playstation in japan is it i think so i haven't looked at the numbers recently so i don't know about that but i mean it's possible i i can i can definitely see it happening because it's 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 a it's a handheld that's also a home console and you know there's some good games on there so based on like our three Japanese friends, uh-huh. they love handhelds. So yes, Japan loves handhelds. They love their handhelds. They love it. Like the 3DS, the DS in general was actually, was really, really popular. That's what there. I read. It was PlayStation and the 3DS sales yes. have been beaten by the Switch sales now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so good out there. But yeah. I can dig it. What else? Uh, let's see. I was watching a bunch of movies on Netflix recently. Like we both Bird watched Box. a movie last night. Yeah, Ooh, Bird, Box Bird Box was a thing. Um, I guess that's cool. And just to get back to video games, um, your brother's really good at Smash. He's really <laughs> he's good better at than me. I, I I wouldn't say he's really good. He's better than average. His friends uh, play it a bit more than he does, and they're a little bit better. I feel like at least my brother has a hard time beating them. Um, Damn. But we used to back in the day, both of us used to play Smash semi competitively. Oh, pop stompers. Um, we were, so we weren't we didn't really go to a lot of tournaments or anything like I did with like Street Fighter. Uh-huh. Um but we did play it re- semi seriously back then. Okay, okay. Uh mostly with like melee, uh we played Project M, uh Smash 4. Like the 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 cool ones. The cool ones. The cool ones, not Brawl. <laughs> Otherwise the I've just been recovering from the Christmas week that was that was rough. These are like the seven days of what day is it? Oh yeah, it's New Year's. <laughs> sort of like just the in Work's between. It's limbo. Yes, yes, so you're yes. sort of figuring out what's happening. Yeah. How about you? What was your week? 
my week consisted of visiting my family over in Vegas. Oh, so yeah. uh, for Christmas, we every uh, every year uh, during Christmas, since it's both my grandparents' birthdays, uh, they have the same birthday. Wow. And also it is right. Uh, it is on Christmas. Uh, we do like a pretty big get together over at their, their place in Vegas. So all, all my cousins, all my, my uncles, my, my grandparents and everything, we all meet up over there. We celebrate Christmas together, open presents, like we give each other stuff and, uh, we do, we hang out, we go find cool places to eat because my whole family is just a family of foodies for some reason. Um, so yeah, we, we were always looking for places to eat and then we just do stuff like bowling. We went bowling. Um, and I found, I realized every time I go bowling, um, there's like this little tendon around my shin area, you know, that connects to your foot that lets you like lift your foot, mm-hmm. like kind of like that. So that always gets damaged whenever I go bowling because of the, how I bowl. Maybe you got to not bowl anymore. Maybe, maybe like I, I injure myself every time I go bowling, but I, I bowl pretty high. I bowl in the hundreds. Nice. So, uh, that's cool. Um, what else? Uh, I got some gifts. Um, I got sick again after, you know, getting over my two weeks of death. Thanks, Santa. So that's cool. Um, what else? Watch Bird Box as well. And that's pretty much it. You know, just being sick again and visiting my family. So that's my week. So. <coughs> yeah, that's. Ew. Um, it's mostly my. It's mostly my. I'm mostly congested <laughs> in my nasal area. I'm not really coughing a whole lot it's like not i'm yeah, not coughing you, like you i was before yeah exactly so that's that so first thing uh bethesda's doing a lot more stuff i feel like these last few podcasts have been us talking about bethesda bethesda's been pretty high doing ever since everything. 76 dropped it's really just 76 uh so this first thing that we're talking about so there's a story going around about bethesda question banning people banning fallout 76 players uh specifically for using stuff like mods and shaders and things like that which you know doesn't affect gameplay uh it doesn't affect any of the other players nobody else can see it because these are typically you know uh cosmetic uh, yes cosmetic um and it's on your system it's system side rather than server side right uh so nobody ever actually sees this happening but um but yeah they're banning players for using shaders and mods and things like this and uh, and they're saying that it's because they're hacking and they're forcing them to this. This was funny. They're forcing them to write apologetic essays to appeal their bans to and, appeal their bans. I wonder how many people are going to try to fight that. I mean, I don't know. I don't think anybody wants to write a whole essay, but at the same time, it's kind of dumb. Uh, the first uh, video, one of, one of the things, things I saw was uh, this guy over here. Uh, his name's Juicehead on YouTube. Juicehead. Uh, but he he made a video about this happening. It was like kind of he was telling the story of this stuff, but like a lot the the big thing was a lot of people were tweeting stuff out like like uh, on Twitter uh, about them getting banned, and then there was like Reddit threads from players that got banned and things like that. Like, why did I get banned for using mods? And and these are like Nexus mods and stuff, and it's not affecting anything. It's not really hacking. Um, and why are you banning me for this? And why are you making me write a whole essay right. to <laughs> that's appeal the, part that the kills me. Um, so that's, that's a thing that's going on. And like, but just been doing a lot of, a lot of weird stuff lately. Like there was the whole concern about, uh, what was it? 
what, what, what was it? It was um, it was the canvas bag thing. Remember? Yeah. And they 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 find last time we talked about how they were finally allowing people to uh, send in tickets so they could get the canvas bags. And I thought this was really funny because they said the reason they weren't doing the canvas bags was because they didn't have enough material. Right. But but suddenly now they, they the magically have enough material to make them. Uh, but yeah, so they they were having people send in tickets, and when they were sent, having people send in tickets, it, there was a glitch in the system that was causing people that send it, sent in tickets to start receiving tickets from other players, and it was leaking personal information and things like that, which was that's bad. I mean, how how does that even happen? Ooh, how do you even let that happen? How does that happen in the first place? Like, but I mean, yeah, it's kind of funky. And then there was like the whole. Um, lawsuit uh, the whole issue concerning how they weren't allowing people to return the game because they had already you know installed it uh, and everything but like people were the game was virtually unplayable when it was launched so people were trying to return it because you know the game didn't work and they weren't allowing people to return it and stuff and we kind of raised some concerns about like is this the reason why they only put this on their own launcher instead of putting it on Steam? So things yeah, like that, so that they could have their own rules return for return, yeah, return stuff, policy. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there is there is a law where if a game doesn't work, like you can't not re- refund people. So That's, I'm, yeah, I wonder what that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. There, there was like a whole, a whole like there was like a law firm that like put a Reddit post about it like a um, uh, uh, class action lawsuit things wow. like that uh that was kind of going on i don't know what happened with that i haven't seen anything about it since then but i mean it's asking people to write an essay <laughs> i'm not gonna write an essay if i'm playing video games i'm you, just gonna play a different video game you want to appeal your ban write this essay uh five pages uh apa format Ooh, um with 10 quotes cite your sources yeah, cite. <laughs> uh make sure you include a works cited page and don't forget like uh that's pretty much it actually <laughs> i we, we also have to run this through uh what's that what what's that uh tool that they use um to turn it in.com make sure you're not stealing it yeah but aside from from uh, bethesda banning fallout 76 players there was also some controversy regarding um, one of their uh, drinks that they released, Nuka Dark Rum. Nuka Dark Rum. Elaborate. So, so Nuka Dark Rum is from the Nuka Cola Company, and it's essentially their attempt at making a um, uh, what's it called? A an alcoholic beverage. Alcoholic beverage. So, let me pull this up real quick. But basically, um, they advertise Nuka Dark Rum on their website. I am yes, I am over twenty one years of age. Uh, but they advertise this. So here's the page right here. Nuka Dark Rum was the Nuka Cola company's attempt at entering the alcoholic beverage market. The beverage was touted as the most thirst-quenching way to unwind. Thirst-quenching way yeah. to unwind. Alcohol, I don't typically consider alcohol thirst-quenching. It actually makes you thirstier, but That's whatever. Uh, the unusual soft drink found its success at many of the finer lounges and restaurants around the country. Nuka Dark Rum shares the same look. Okay, so here's the key part. Nuka Dark Rum shares the same look as the other bottles of of Nuka Cola, but a black color and simplistic label. Nuka Dark Rum is an alcoholic version of Nuka Cola, boasting a 35% alcoholic content per volume. Uh, alcoholic, yeah, content per volume. The drink temporarily increases one's strength and endurance by one, but decreases perception by one as well. Chilling a bottle of Nuka Dark Rum with a buddy yields ice cold Nuka Dark Rum, but there's no added benefit in doing so. So yeah, they advertise this, and uh, 
the main this, the main reason people would buy something like this is you know for the collector's value of it you know uh so if you go to there was actually a different page um reserve yours right now is 80 dollars wow um, but it is a collector's item and people are buying this for you know the well, collector's, collectors benefit like the whole collector's thing um and it's supposed to look like a bottle of nuka cola because of this unique shape and everything uh-huh but it was uh delayed a lot right so people were trying to get it and then it was delayed a bunch of times and um they received a video let's see if i can find this video real quick so here, here here's a video of them bottling the nuka dark rum this wow. was like kind of like the the video that they sent people of like oh it's finally shipping and this is what really kind of concerned people and then when people re 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 received it it wasn't what was advertised really because the advertising was very misleading so here it is that's a huge bottle. Basically, it is a normal bottle of rum that they stuck in a plastic Nuka-Cola shaped thing. Okay. Uh, that's not what people were expecting. They were expecting just a straight up bottle shaped like the Nuka-Cola, you know, rocket ship thing. Right. Um, and then it was just going to be normal. But, you know, the bottle that it comes in doesn't look really that fancy. And what's also funny was someone posted a video of them trying to pour it into a glass. And the fact that it was just a bottle... Whoop, stuffed into a plastic another plastic bottle it was a really messy pour like it was just getting all over the place <laughs> because that's not it, it's not a bot it's not just a straight bottle it's a bottle inside a bottle it's a bottle inside a bottle so oh like my God. like people are like what the fuck like this isn't what i wanted to buy and you're charging 80 bucks for this it's probably not even good rum oh uh, 80 dollars can you buy this at like um any liquor store yet or no? No, I don't think so. I think you can only buy it from the website. What about and a Bevmo? I don't know. I don't think so. Dang. I'm pretty sure, but like Bev Bevmo usually has everything. Bevmo. I like Bevmo. I like my alcoholic beverages. It's true, you do. Uh but yeah, like what 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 the hell's going on with Bethesda? Like they're making they're making all these questionable decisions. Everything they're doing is getting people super pissed off. And like, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, you you waited this long, you delayed this drink this long, their customer and you're service. not even getting what people wanted. So like, yeah, I mean, their customer service, their quality control is pretty weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not known for being a drink company, so it's just it's just so weird because they were always considered kind of one of the better gaming companies, and then Fair. just all of a sudden. With the 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 with Fallout seventy six getting dropped, just everything has gone super downhill for them. Like the canvas bag, the uh, the un virtually unplayable game, um, the the banning players, the the dark rum. There yes, was like a whole <laughs> plethora of other issues. Like I mean, there's there's just so much shit that's been going down with them, and it's just it's really upsetting to see because they've made just really great games in the past and they've Except generally been pretty good but i mean i don't know but does uh i hope your new year's resolution is to fix make a game that's yeah fixed. make it make it make a game that works and stop scamming your players so that i want to <laughs> buy it yeah for my pc instead of just mooching up friends uh-huh so that's enough of bethesda for now i mean this is depressing uh this next thing was um so G2A, uh, if you don't know what G2A is, it is a website where people go to get cheap Steam keys. And recently, they've been under fire for charging users for not logging into the website. 
Uh, so wait, 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 for not logging yeah, in, like for, yeah, for literally just not, not for not logging in. It, it's they're they're caught they're charging you. You know how banks sometimes they charge you like a fee, uh, like a maintenance fee if you don't uh, deposit a certain amount each month. month. Um, so this is apparently it's kind of like that. So this is a Eurogamer article here. It says G2A has come under fire for charging users for not logging into their accounts. The controversial digital marketplace faced a backlash after a user took to Reddit to complain about receiving a message from G2A pay warning about an impending one euro charge for not logging into their account for 180 days. G2A Pay is G2A's online payment gateway designed for business and personal users. It's separate to the main G2A, G2A marketplace, but is operated by the same company. And then here is the Reddit post about it if it wants to load. Um, Reddit R asshole design. Why the <laughs> hell am I being charged for not logging in? Hello. We noticed you have not logged into your account for almost 180 days. After the 180 days have passed, you will be charged a one euro inactivity fee and will continue to be charged one euro for each additional month during which you do not log in. The funds will be taken from your G2A wallet. What the hell? <laughs> it sounds like you just have to remove your wallet from... Yeah, I mean... But still, you don't yeah, want it to happen. But here's the thing. G2A's been kind of sketch. They have a pretty sketchy reputation overall for a lot of their Steam keys being purchased with stolen credit cards and then sold on their marketplace. That's why people are getting such cheap keys. Like hmm. they're not on sale or anything. People aren't buying it on sale. Typically, a lot of these keys are purchased with stolen stolen credit cards, and that's a uh, that's not okay. Not uh, at all. Yeah. So I mean, it's G two A. Buy your stuff from reputable websites, guys. Uh, and then if you do decide to use G two A, I mean, I guess we can't stop you. I mean, like we're not your mom. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess just log in every once in a while so they don't charge you <laughs> <laughs> that's the dumbest thing i've heard god how much money would i had to pay to steam now oh oh boy g2a boys um so yeah that's that that's pretty much it this next thing um so the switch is getting a lot of games and you wanted to talk a bit about like how it's kind of becoming a bit more like steam right where I, yeah when i look at it and i think there's a bunch of indie developers and it's definitely a, a platform for it yeah it is really a really good platform because a lot of these indie games are they're kind of uh not super graphically intensive um a lot of platformers and stuff and that type of stuff fits into a handheld that you can take with you and yeah. i think that's a great idea I think they're going to be doing a good job with it. Yes. The only downside is, and, and it's not even really something worth complaining for, but I'm going to do it anyways, is that they're definitely not titles I'm familiar with, and I'd like to see ports onto the Switch, like versions. But overall, the games are still, they're fun. Like, I, mean, I definitely love uh, Killer Queen. enjoy that, playing I mean, that. One of the beauties of indie games is, like, you, you, you find a game that's, like, it's pretty cheap. Indie games, they're not usually very expensive. It's pretty cheap, and you find like hidden gems like that's how indie games kind of are like how a lot of like these bigger indie games kind of got discovered was people were just trying out these games that they've never heard of from these developers that they've never heard of and found out these are they're actually really they're cool. pretty good they yeah. play well uh so yeah here's a here's here's a whole list that they, you can yeah, take they have a, look a whole at. release schedule coming up for a little bit of stuff Tales of Vesperia, that's cool. That's not indie. Um, yeah, yeah there's, so I mean, weird. there's games that aren't indie on here, and there's some games that are indie that I've never heard of. Like, I haven't heard of Dreamwalker. I haven't heard of uh, Mentori Puzzle. I haven't heard of either of those. Uh, I haven't heard of The Aquatic Adventures of the Last Human. What? <laughs> or or Xenon Valkyrie, Doors to the City. Uh, so these are from 
PC. I guess uh, some of these games are directly to Switch and have never been on Steam or something. I don't know. I don't know how this how, how this list is working because they have PC next to Doors to the City, and they have a bunch of these other things that are Switch and then Switch PC. That so, does seem kind of weird. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty weird. Um, hey, but those are all games that are coming up. I think it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I look forward to that. Yeah, no, the Switch is definitely a great place for indie developers to go. Yeah, so because you can take it on the go, it's it's definitely becoming the big. And and the other thing is like it's all digital downloads, and the Switch is perfect for just a straight up digital only console device. Uh, digital only device. I mean, remember like um, the Sega? What is it? Geo Neo Geo or something? Right. The one that played the big consoles, but you had to have it plugged in because it didn't yeah. have that. <laughs> so it was just a smaller screen. Yep. To ruin your eyes. Uh huh. Uh, uh, those are the days. Yeah. So this next thing, uh, we talked about it. I talked about it on the weekly roundup. Uh, so Street Fighter Five, they added in game. Uh, they they added sponsored content where they were throwing Capcom Pro Tour uh, ads all over the place. Uh, there were like little transition screens, like "Hey, buy the Capcom Pro Tour bundle," and then the, the uh, you had the option to turn on. Um, ads on your character, so you had like freaking Guile <laughs> with the Capcom Pro Tour tattoo, oh, God. Dawson with Capcom Pro Tour on his skull. The one of the most appalling ones was uh, Akuma when he does his raging demon. You know how he turns, uh-huh. uh, turns around, and his back faces the screen, and it has like the uh, the heaven uh, uh, symbol on his back, and so that turned into the Capcom Pro Tour. <laughs> it was pretty appalling. Man, they're really doing anything just to push that Capcom tour. They got a lot of back backlash for this because, like, the main concern was that it was this is a paid game. This is a game that people paid money for. Right. They bought it, and then they're pay, they're buying all these DLCs and things. And then now, even though I paid for this game, I still got to sit through ads. Like, come on! And right. sure, you could turn it on and off, but if you turn it off, you lose out the option to make some additional fight money. And that's what kind of had people a little bit miffed. Uh, so, I mean, they got a lot of backlash for it, so they decided to turn it off. So it says here uh, on this Polygon article, um, Street Fighter Five Arcade Editions in-game uh, in-game ads have come and gone. The gar- the gar- garish, I can't read right now. The garish and garish. intrusive ads, optional though they may be, no longer display in Capcom's fighting games. And Street Fighter series producer Yoshinori, Yoshinori Ono said the company is looking at ways to improve them. Sponsored content came to Street Fighter V in early December, while the initial pitch for in-game ads seemed tolerable at best. The implementation was ugly and comically bad. Ads for the Capcom Pro Tour were slathered over the flesh and costumes and, and, and children's skulls of the Street Fighter <laughs> roster. So, I mean, it seems like they're going to find other ways to implement ads. I mean, if you can do it in a way that's non-intrusive, sure. It's a, it's a, it's an esports type thing to have ads everywhere. But like, I mean, I still am a little iffy about ads in a game that I bought. That's true. We paid money for this stuff. We're buying your DLC. I mean, if you're a Street Fighter player, you're gonna buy all the DLC. Fans of the game are gonna buy it regardless because they want all the characters. But like, uh, uh, what? Uh, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, ads. Um, but yeah, if they can do it in a way that doesn't you know annoy people and doesn't really get in the way, put it in the background, guys. That's kind of what they were already doing. Yeah, just don't put it on the fighters because it yes. distracts from the it's fighters. A, it's a distraction from the fighters, and then it is very out of character. Like Urian, who is a the who is the type of guy that's like. 
fuck everybody. And then I'm going to run this secret society thing. Uh And, you know, like all about power and everything. And then all of a sudden he's got like a wrestler champion belt with the Capcom (laughs) Pro Tour on it. It's just not okay. And then Dalsim, like on like the little baby skull is the Capcom Pro Tour logo. Like, come on. (laughs) They really are pushing it, man. And the best part is that I still don't know what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even with their advertising. Right. But I mean, yeah, that's that. They took it out for now, so that's cool. But I'm kind of worried about what they would do in the future with it. So that's all the the news stories that we have right now. So we wanted to take a little bit to take a look back at the stuff that's happened. The wonderful world of 2018 and what it was. Which was controversial. Controversy. Yes, especially in this heavily last controversial thing. So we just have this Polygon article thing here up for kind of reference because this is what sort of gave the idea to talk about it a bit. So this this article goes a bit about like uh, the comp- corporate greed, uh, kind of like bl- the Activision Blizzard stuff that happened um, recently, where you know Activision started to have a bit of a heavier hand in in Blizzard's antics and then they're pushing a lot of things and the loot box controversy. Yeah. Like when EA was like, uh, when, when Belgium was like, yo, loot boxes are illegal and EA's like, no, fuck you. We're going to keep them in our games. They did it anyways. Yep. And then the, 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 the whole country just kind of sue them <laughs> when you get sued by a whole country like what are you supposed to do in that situation i mean i like ea was like fuck it um and then, and then there was the whole controversy with riot games um and like sort of sexism in the the workplace uh and then like uh an unequal workplace things like that and then all the the riot employees they started to uh protest a bit and then there was they brought in like um a person forgot his name to kind of talk about you know fair treatment in the workplace and all that stuff uh that was a that was a thing and then um worker crunch that was another big one with rockstar games yep where they were kind of overdoing it with them uh yes uh specifically there were there was a lot of overwork in like past games and uh it was kind of brought to light again after the uh statement by i think it was the lead developer of red dead redemption 2 where he was like we were working what was it like 50 hour weeks something like that and then it would be like oh that's not something to brag about you're overworking right. your employees you're and gonna stuff bring like them that. out so that was a thing that happened um what was this one shamefulness and spinelessness uh not really sure about this one uh there was something about guild wars 2 uh to- oh toxic oh. online outrage really for Guild Wars? Uh, when it fired narrative designer Jessica Price, uh, she committed the error of responding to a mansplaining game YouTuber who was subsequently held up by the cynics and trolls as some kind of victim. This was a story that I had missed, so wow. I don't really know much about it. Uh, employer callousness, Ubisoft, Rockstar, EA, and Riot all enjoy their advantages that come with success, but game companies are absolutely at their worst when the chips are down. Company closures aren't... you. Uh, oh yeah, the the, the closure. Or Telltale games. So Telltale games. That was the that was the whole issue there, uh, where it just laid off all of their employees all of a sudden, um, <laughs> without giving any notice beforehand. Like, gave them like thirty minutes to evacuate the building, <laughs> just out of nowhere. And they were they were freaking hiring people up till like a week before everyone was laid off. And all these people they freaking relocated across the country to work there. And they're like, nope. Get the fuck out of That's here. That's a really bad move. Uh, uh, yeah, so that a lot of controversies this past year. And then, of, of course, um, again, uh, uh, 
Bethesda that we just talked about, all the stuff that's been going on with them. So that's some of the the bads that had happened. Uh, some of the goods that had happened, some of the stuff that we liked this past year. What, what, what were some of your favorite things to come out this year? Some of my favorite things to come up this year. Uh, obviously, Super <coughs> Smash Brothers was a lot of fun. And it wasn't necessarily just the game, but the whole sure. experience of buying it, getting to play with everybody, super hyped up. That was a really good thing for me. Right. Um, what else did I like? Did I enjoy... The Switch games that I buy, I bought a lot of Switch games this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I you, your main thing that you've been playing has been your Switch because it's it's what I can do. Um, yeah, I, you I want to really... pull out your Switch, take a look at some of your library. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about some of my favorite stuff. What, what was some of my favorite stuff? Um, I mean, most of what I play really is like is it's. it's fighting games so like dragon ball fighter z was a pretty good release i enjoyed that a lot although they you know what? that was a good one this year that was, was definitely a, good a very good one uh one of the better fighting games to come out this year uh was persona 5 this year or was it last year i want to say it was last year but i don't play the persona series i don't remember it's freaking 2016 <laughs> i'm stupid um but i i i, I i'm enjoying that right now um uh, God of War was a pretty God good release. Really Spider-Man good was really fun. I, I really enjoyed Spider-Man. That was definitely a really good, uh, really Red good Dead one. Redemption Two was a lot of fun. Still is a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm probably never going to beat it. But <laughs> it's just I don't know the time to put into it right, right now. Right, Um, I haven't had a chance to pick up Red Dead Redemption yet. Uh, although, are you into cowboys? Cowboys are cool. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Um. What else was good? There was a lot of good stuff this year. You know what I didn't do a lot of? Not a whole lot of Xbox. I mean, we don't have Xbox. We don't have Xbox, yes. or else we would. Yes. Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff that comes out on Xbox is typically on PC as well, so that's what I've been playing. Um, and that's then, true. like, a lot of those exclusive. They don't have a lot of exclusives. You know, I've been excited of all the Momo games we played. Oh, I love the Momo games. They're Mo- so dumb. <laughs> they're, they're so bad. Yet we've had so much fun with them. I, my favorite Some of was, our favorites was the developers are just so brave and ask you, "Do you want to give us a review <laughs> at the very end when you beat it every time?" Like that got me so. So excited. And we can look back at some of our favorite Let's Plays. So oh, let's go man. on our channel That over was a here. good one. Um, switch so off Back of... when we were five and under before we decided to move over to the S list. Right. Uh, switch account. Uh, yeah, that was a good time. Man. This is very. This is a very impromptu episode, guys. Uh, oh, uh, we. one of my favorite things this year was starting this channel. Oh, that was true. <laughs> uh, starting a, this channel already was a at a, Almost 200 subs right now. Um... The Ikea was a lot of fun. Ikea was a lot of fun, and it was also one of our most popular videos this year. All our hentai games that we played. Too many hentai too games. Too many hentai games. I really enjoyed playing Mother Simulator, even though that wasn't a game that released this year. It was one of the games that we played this year. It was just for, a whole lot of fun. But, you know, like... Sexy Serial Killer, man. Sexy Serial Killer was just funny. <laughs> yeah. And how poor, like, it was. But uh-huh. VR games, when we were doing VR games, that was really cool, too. VR games like, was a lot of fun. That was a big setup. Maybe we'll do it again next yeah, year. Yeah, that took fo- that took us forever. Ever two to weeks set up. to even just design <laughs> just something to, for it because getting the camera synced up with like the in-game camera is so hard you have to put in like so much time to re- 
we had to like attach a um a vive controller to the top of our camera yeah that's right yeah so uh, that it would, it would know where the camera and get is that vive controller synced up to the in-game camera that was that was a uh, and uh it was so difficult difficult thank you guys you and spencer for figuring that out yes Ooh, honey pop that was one of our favorite series oh yeah was honey pop your favorite series yeah honey pop is easily our my favorite series uh with me and arnold that one was fun like we were trying to we were trying to sex up Iko real hard. <laughs> Never happened. And no, no, we 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 eventually sexed up Iko, yes. but we found out that you know sex is hard. <laughs> I mean, generally you're hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! How many episodes did we make this year? We like made a lot of something. We made a lot of videos. We oh had goodness! Like See, a, that's another cool thing. Yeah, we we've already done that. One hundred and forty. One hundred and forty um, episodes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that this has been a journey this year, guys. This has been like, a big journey. Starting this year, we started in what, like March, May. Yeah, I some, say, sometime I wanna, in like I April, like right at the end of April. My channel, it's in our about, it's in our about channel because like we we literally created the channel the the day we started recording. Um, May first, yeah, yeah, we started okay, May first. Yeah. May first, yeah. It's been about half a year that we that that we've been doing this, and we're already like 140 episodes. 200 almost 200 subscribers this, this has been a journey guys this thank has you been a journey thank, thank you for, you supporting, for us. supporting us if you've been keeping up with all our stuff we really appreciate it you guys are awesome we've made a lot of changes throughout like this half this year um and it's just gonna get better for next year yeah. in 2019 2019 is gonna be an amazing year for uh, for heartburn yes for heartburn <laughs> 2019 is gonna be an amazing year for this channel guys so like you know in 2019, I want Anthem to be awesome. And I'm, but I'm, is it, uh, I'm I mean, throwing all my marbles on the table that this is going to be something good out of Bioware with EA. But it's the side of Bioware that made Andromeda. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> Look, I also had a lot of high hopes for 76. So I'm going to wait for someone to review it and then tell me <laughs> if it's good so I can buy it. Okay, sure. Because I like the idea of the suits. Otherwise, I just don't want to be like what happened with Destiny 1 all those years back ago. Right. Where it was just a grind fest and it's not fun. Right, right. That's all That's uh, all I want, man, in 2019. Man. Yeah. Then so, I, I guess I'll play the other Halo game because there's another one coming uh -huh. out. Jesus. But with that segue, games that we're looking forward in 2019, there's some pretty, pretty cool looking stuff coming up. Um, obviously, a lot of people are looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah, that's been waiting for it forever. Huge, huge I, I've been waiting for it since I was a wee lad. <laughs> I still haven't beaten them. I have um, no intentions of doing so. I mean, the story is so convoluted when you start incorporating the handheld games, which are can canonic. They canon. are canon. They are canon. So, like, it's just all over the place, man. And then, like, looking back at it, it's, like, super cheesy, like power of friendship and, and the, the darkness. darkness the darkness sora <laughs> the but, disney characters is a left field thing but i yeah. think it really did sell the game i mean that was kind of one of the reasons it was so successful oh. disney yep with your dollars you make disney strong yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, a lot of people are looking forward to that but what i'm looking forward to is uh a little little game called cyberpunk 2077 of course looks so good and Who's like sick? the environments are so seamless and oh, it's was... so big and when that video drops of like minute, the gameplay uh, i did watch that oh a few times oh my god it's so nice it got it's it, like a really good day of sex uh what was what was the one uh human revolution right 
Yeah, like I loved that game, and this sort of feels in the same vein. It was Human Revolution. There was Mankind Divided. I don't remember which Mankind one. Mankind Divided, I think, was the second one. I think Human right, Revolution right, right. was the first one okay. that they made for the this new deal, generation. Deus, Deus Ex in general. It was fun. Yes, um, but it looks really good. It, it definitely looks really, 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 really good, and it's and it's CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red. They have pretty much a flawless track record. Because I mean, right this, now. this year, <laughs> this year for E3. Uh, the, we, my friend and I noticed a pattern. Um, every either we go, it's there, there's there'll be a year where it's like oh, everything's really getting excited. Then the next year's really slow because sort of a build up to what's right, going to happen. Right. And this year was the build up, so it was like, okay, here's all the games that are going to come out, but there's no real demos yet. So right, right. Like come back next year, and then you get to see everything. Right. So that's what I'm hoping for. It's going to be a lot of fun. I just wanted to put your microphone a little bit more towards your mouth. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Um, there's Death Stranding. Yes. Mr. Hideo Kojima, after leaving Konami, which only makes pachinko games at this point. Ready to, to, to oh, blow your man. balls out. That, one that more was time. another controversy this year, man. Like the whole Hideo Kojima situation. Oh, well, technically, like, started last year. But, like, I mean, still. And then no more Final Fantasy 15 yeah. DLC stuff as he left. Right. Um, it's been a day. Well, no, it was a different person. Uh, the the Final Fantasy. It's not Kojima. I know exactly. Yeah, oh, somebody right, right. else. Oh yeah, I, the, I just, the forgot, his name I just right forgot the guy's name. I yeah. totally forgot it right of, now. Yeah, there were a lot of controversy still uh, that we didn't talk about before. But yeah, the um, I mean, Death Stranding is looking pretty good too. Even though we've barely seen any actual gameplay, nobody's people. Nobody, the suit, nobody the really baby, knows some what rain. it is still. Like we still don't know exactly what this game is. We've just seen little bits. The gameplay isn't really gameplay. Like we, we have true. no idea what it is. But that mascot looks cool. That that just summoning the freaking bloodborne demon. Like that that was sick. That was sick. There's another. <clears throat> I think it's a samurai ninja game coming out this year from yes uh, uh, from ooh. the makers who did Dark Souls. Oh, what was that game? Um, that looks really good too. That um, looks. That looks, looks really, really cool. Hard. It was um. Sekiro, Sekiro, uh, Shadows Die Twice. There it is. That yeah, that one's looking. That real, looks really good. That looks neat. Like, I mean, from software, like they they they're a good company. They know what they're doing. They're they're another one with a with a pretty good track record so far. Like from software, CD Projekt Red, like virtually flawless track record with their games lately. So I mean, I I, I have no, I'm not worried at all about any of these three games at all like Hideo Kojima makes good games from software makes good games CD Projekt Red makes good games like no worries whatsoever unless they pull a Bethesda which I don't think they could yeah I don't but think they're gonna the do the thing it. with that was you know just everything right so <laughs> I mean those are easily those are like the easiest ones to be excited about and like kind of like the biggest games to be coming out that are coming out in 2019 I think I was looking forward to my neighbor Pedro my neighbor Pedro. It's the one where it's like the time <clears throat> events with bullets. Ugh, I'll, I'll make you look it up later. It's really okay. cool. Yeah. Is there is there anything else, or, or is that pretty much it? Those That's are pretty like much the, the main things ones. I'm like really hyped for. Oh, there was uh, that one other samurai game that looked really sick. It wasn't from Suf- from software, but I I remember. I think we they showed it off at E3, and it's not it's not Shadows Die Twice, but it is another samurai game that looks really crazy. And really, really pretty, and I just cannot remember that name, but that looks really cool too. A lot of cool stuff coming out next year. I mean, I'm cool so stuff. I'm so excited for these upcoming games. Like you have no idea, 
Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, right? That's it, yeah. Yeah, we, we talked about what we liked. We talked about this past year. We talked about the controversies. Talked about our news. So this has been the Haycast. Uh, if you have any questions or topics for us to talk about, you can send them on over to HeyWe'rePlaying at gmail.com. That's H-E-Y-W-E-R-E-P-L-A-Y-I-N at gmail.com. If you're not already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, or any of your preferred podcasting apps. Give us ratings on there too because it definitely does help definitely us. Definitely helps. If you like this podcast, you know, just rate us. Smash that like button. <laughs> like the generic YouTubers say, yeah, smash that like button. Smash, smash it. it. You got you got to smash it. If I you got to smack if, it. If I if I can if I can spin this for like 20 seconds, you have to smash that like button. I can button. throw this at your face. I <laughs> you missed. have to smash it. He threw it at my face. You have to smash it now. It's true. <laughs> oh, man. YouTubers. Oh, man. Okay. You know, that's going to be the fun thing for this year. And let's keep that trend going on to next year. All right. No, I'm kidding. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Take it easy.